you know, 2024 started and I realized due to a number of reasons, I hadn't recorded yet. My first episode of 2024, it's already the 8th of January and I haven't recorded anything yet. You know, consistency, I say this all the time, every time I have these long layoffs, consistency is key to building a good audience and yet there's always something going on. You know, I have the equipment I need to record while I'm on the road. I have the equipment to record when I'm in the office, when I'm at home. It's not a case of equipment. In fact, we're going to be talking a little bit about equipment today um, because this is what we do on Unwired. We talk about equipment. Um, But uh, equipment is not the reason. Uh, A lot of it has to do with I like doing this show with people and um, getting someone on the phone uh, isn't always easy. And then for a brief period, I got sick. If you hear me coughing, that's just because... You know, I got a little bit ill, so I wasn't able to record. But no excuses. It's 2024. We got to put those excuses behind us and get back to work. So welcome to Unwired. If this is your first time, go to unwired.buzzsprout.com and pick up old episodes. I've been doing this for quite a while, but just got to be consistent. Once a week, record something. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes, but... We're, we're trying to do that. So remember, if you hear me cough, just excuse me. All right, so I mentioned equipment before. The, the reason for lack of recordings has nothing to do with equipment. Um, but I wanted to talk about equipment because I've decided to do something new. Um, and it's more of a hobby. So my work has become my hobby. When I was a network administrator, my hobby and how I helped out at my local church was by getting involved in AV. Um, And now the worlds are blended. Uh, AV is reliant on networking and networking is a good entrance into AV. It's good to have both skills. So now that my primary job is AV and networking, I find myself sitting down in front of a computer all the time. If I'm not doing an actual physical install, I'm in front of a computer researching and um, learning new techniques, new products. So I'm in front of a computer all the time. It's part of my job. Even when I'm out on a site and I've installed some equipment, I got to get on the computer, configure it. So I'm in front of a computer all the time. And I realize sometimes I want to get out from behind the desk and do something. Um, I did pick up RC cars um and i I especially did it so i can spend more time with my son but uh, as he's gotten older his interest has waned so even though i still have it and still have some fun really that's a social um, endeavor it's good to have friends you go out there and run rcs together so I was looking for a new hobby, and I've always been interested in making music. Um, I have the program Acid all the way back from version 7, and every once in a while I'll make a song. In fact, ooh, I should play one right now. I'll just pop it in here under bed, one song that I uh, recently made. It's nothing special. I'm not trying to make money off the music, but it's fun to do. And so I need something that's hobby that'll get me away from the computer, but that is fun to do, something I could just enjoy. Now, I hear what you're saying. Wait, isn't Acid 
which now Magix owns. I've had it back when it was Sony, but Magix, M-I-G-I-K or X, X, dot com. Isn't that a DAW, a digital audio workstation? Isn't that something you got to sit on the computer to do? Yes. So I was looking for a way to get away from behind the computer, which usually involves a standalone music maker. Yeah, there's a couple of them, you know, sequencers. And because this is a new hobby, I'm not trying to spend $1,000 on it because, you know, my first choice would be an Akai, A-K-A-I, an Akai MPC. The reason why is my friend has had one since, what was it, an MPC 2000? I mean, this was going back years he had an MPC. And they're always considered great products. Um, many of the higher-end music producers, at least part of their gear is, a, is an MPC. Great for creating music. But I'm not creating music to become a music producer. I'm just doing it for fun and for myself and for my videos. You know, why pay somebody or, or get a subscription? I could just make some nice music of my own and underbed it. Um, so that's what I was looking to do. So I did quite a bit of research, a lot of research, um, looking on YouTube to see what people are using. Great starter since. And I started to get more information. And the funny thing is, when you come from an industry like AV, where you've been doing it for a number of years and you have a great baseline of information. Um, it's easy to think you know quite a bit about your industry. And it's amazing when you start to peek your nose into something that you don't know a lot about. So when I started to do research, um, a lot of YouTubers are talking from a standpoint of um, when they review gear, they review it from a standpoint of, oh, you're a producer, how can this piece of gear help you improve? Rather than, if you're new, what do all these things mean? You know how long it took me to find, figure out what LFO means? LFO is a prominent... Um, a prominent dial or a setting or a prominent um, thing that people have on their sequencing gear to help adjust their audio. I had to do research because everyone's talking about, oh, this has this device has LFOs, this device has two LFOs, this device has... Nobody explained what LFO even means. So it just stands for low frequency oscillator. It's a way for you to change your sound um, based on adjusting the low frequency. Now, music is all about the timing of frequencies. Each note is a different frequency. You change the frequency, you change the note. Actually, most energy, light, you see, is that's a frequency. Audio, that's all frequency. But everyone's talking about these LFOs. Oh, this device has two LFOs and these envelopes and these time... But no one explained what it is. Which, when you're coming into an... Um, um, I know a lot of people jump on Reddit to get information, but then you, you meet those people who are like, ah, oh, why don't you know this stuff already? Well, everybody starts out somewhere. Let's stop being arrogant and, and help people learn things. 
So as I was doing my research, I ended up buying a particular product. Now, I'm not going to mention the product. I did my research. I looked at people. I went to a couple of different um, um, users. You know, I'm not familiar with any of these producers, so I can't weigh one over the other. But quite a few of them mentioned this particular product is a great way to do standalone sequencing. And you can see them on YouTube making music with it. I bought it, I got it in time because I had to get on a flight. Uh, I was flying down somewhere and I thought this would be a good time. I'm on a flight, I just put my headphones in, I could make some music or just find out how this product works. It was horrifyingly complex to use. I couldn't get anything out of it. I'm a beginner, I'm new. Total new to physical sequencers. I have friends who make music, I've watched them use keyboards to make music, um, and the MPC, as I mentioned, different devices. But I was looking for something standalone, battery-powered, self-contained, I could just make some music on, eventually dump it down to the computer, and I can't even say make music on it, but just make sequences, pieces of music. You know, I was looking for a polyphonic unit, which means I can play multiple notes at one time, Whereas a monophonic unit, you can only do one note at a time, and once you hit another note, it overrides the first note that you're hitting. Polyphonic, usually um, three, four, up to 16 different notes you could play at the same time. And of course, on a smaller unit, you don't have large keys. I have fairly large hands. I could palm a basketball. So a, a small unit, even though it's more portable, it does make it a little bit awkward. But what I found to be the most troublesome is the manual on this device even assumed you knew. It didn't, it didn't come from a beginner standpoint. This was not a piece of gear for a beginner, plain and simple. It wasn't expensive. It was 200 bucks, But it wasn't a piece of gear for a beginner. The manual did a terrible job of explaining certain things. And because of the minuscule size, it was really small, you had to do shift on a, a lot of different buttons and dials that are on the device. You had to hit the shift button to get into more advanced features or even additional features. And that what that makes, the reason why that makes it complicated is because it wasn't labeled for that or you didn't have very good labeling and because you don't know how to use everything yet, for you to make an adjustment, you have to hit a shift. You have to remember what adjustments you made. Then if you didn't like it, you have to go back and see how you can delete it. That requires shift, and then there's different buttons. It, I made nothing on this device. Now, I can get into Acid and, and make, you know, because it's track-based. You drag and drop a track, stretch it out. You can make your octave adjustments right there. You have all your tools right there. It was fairly easy, and I was looking for a device where I can translate that into a hardware. I'm more of a hardware guy. I love hardware. Yes, I understand all hardware works off of software, blah, blah, blah. But I love having the physical dials available, being able to see what adjustments I'm making, and that way it's easier to go back or... If you make an adjustment you don't like it, you know, just turn the fader back. I like hardware. But this was just too small and not for a beginner. So my research got me what I was looking for, a polyphonic unit, small, portable, battery-powered, but 
from everyone's description, everyone I looked at, what I didn't notice is that everyone hooked it up to something else. This device really worked after you hooked it up to something else. So I didn't get the standalone feature that I wanted. You can't get on a plane and start hooking up CV. And nobody explained what the difference between CV and MIDI. You know, they just, this has this many CV inputs and this many. So from a beginner standpoint, that was the wrong product. It could be, it, I've seen people make music on it. But from a beginner standpoint, it was the wrong product. I even called my producer friend and asked him to look it up and look into it. Um, it's not something he had come across before. I think this product's been out for two years. And once again, I'm not bashing the product. It's just it wasn't for me. The amount of hoops you have to jump into, it just didn't fulfill what I needed. So I had to return it. Um, and I started looking for something else. And I've come across... Uh, the Novation Circuit. Now, they there's two that they make now. There's the original one. They don't sell it anymore. The Novation Circuit, they don't sell anymore. They sell the Novation Circuit tracks and the Novation Circuit rhythm. In truth, a hybrid of the two of them would be the perfect product for me. It's, it's a bit of a bigger product. It has dials. It has tons of buttons. You do have to hit shift, but everything's labeled, so you know if you double-click on a dial, you know it goes from the first option to the second, or you hit shift and go straight to the second option. So it's it's labeled, it's well laid out. Um, it's still a bit confusing. I'm going to have to wait till I actually get it, because there's tracks, there's scenes, there's notes, there's, there's a lot to it. Um, so I'm going to have to get my hands on it and try it out and see if, I, if it works for me, which it looks like it will, but I won't be able to tell unless I get my hands on it. Um, it is a completely standalone unit. It's a bit larger than the one that I'm sending back. So even though it'll fit in the backpack, probably should get some padding for it. Um, I got to do a whole episode on, on backpacks and bags and things like that. I abuse my bags, always overloaded with stuff and... So I, I wouldn't want it to get banged around with the other stuff that I have in the bag. But at the same time, it can fit on a tray table in a, on an airplane. Uh, and then you can make standalone intros. You can do a full song on it, but it's a complex process of um, bringing in samples, putting them in scenes, looping the scenes together. Um, so what might be work better is if I just create the scenes then offload them and put them together in a DAW when I'm ready but I you know once again this was for fun uh, this was more about the process of getting into a new hobby and what the process would be how do you gain knowledge in something I have no interest in buying tons of gear to do this because I'm not this isn't my my destination isn't to make music. If I so happen to come across it and I'm good at it, there's plenty of websites I can use to upload my music. Um, one thing I did find is that <coughs> most of the um, producers out there who are uploading content or, or tutorials or reviews on YouTube are sponsored by DistroKid. Uh, so I'm just saying that to say they're... There might be some underground thing going on here with DistroKid. But <laughs> um, 
if I wanted to put my music up, I have the options, you know. But I'm not really doing it for other people. I'm not. I'm not. I'm doing it for myself, just as a hobby. Some some way to to relax, get away from the computer. I can sit in the living room and make music. I can be around um, other people. I can take it. Maybe I have some downtime in between events. I can just uh, pull the device out and make music. So I'll come back and give my thoughts about the Novation circuit, uh, whichever one I buy, the tracks or the rhythm, because there are differences between the two. But I'll give my thoughts about it and see how it works for me to achieve my purpose of just being able to be unwired, disconnected. Okay, so I'll have headphone wires. But be disconnected from my computer for a time and uh, use it. So, oh, my intro and outro. See, when I'm on the roadcaster, it's easy because they're just in the pads. Wait a second. I have pads on this device. Ah, I forgot to load up my, my sounds to my Tascam. Okay, and then I have my other one. So anyway, look, thanks for listening. Welcome to 2024. Um, and look out for more content. Continue to download. Share this with others. If you have any questions or comments, just email us. You can go to unwired.busprout.com and get our contact info and have a great one.